Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's been officially 20 hours. Yes, you heard right. Hours since my last episode upload. I just wanted to hop on here before I head over to my brother's house and spend time with my family. Uh, My sister, the eldest of the seven of us, uh, she is getting ready to go to Donga tomorrow with her husband. Keep in mind, I don't know exactly what age she is, so I'm very sorry, Bella, if ever you come across this particular episode or even my podcast in general. Um, we All I know is she graduated from high school in 1992, and I graduated in 2002, so it's a 10-year difference. Um, that's all I know. But I think she's like, uh, I don't want to say older than what she really is. I think maybe she's like 45, 44. Long story short, you guys, she has never been to Tonga. None of us have. Uh, My mom and dad have. They came to the United States when they were teenagers. Uh, My mom went from Tonga. You know, she was born, uh, raised rather, by her grandparents. Um, Her mom's mom and dad, her grandma and grandpa, And then she was sent back over when she was, I do believe, 15, I want to say, like 14 or 15. And she was sent to Hawaii to go and live back with her mom, her brother and sister, and her dad. And so they didn't spend too much time in Tonga before they came to try and find a better life here in the United States. Uh, But just for those of you who are not aware of Tonga and where Tonga is. Um, It is a Polynesian kingdom of more than 170 South Pacific islands, many uninhabited. I hope I said that word right. Most lined in white beaches and coral reefs and covered with tropical rainforest. The main island, Tonga Tapu, is protected by lagoons and limestone cliffs. It's home to rural capital of Nukualofa, as well as beach resorts, plantations, and the Ha'amonga Maui, a monumental coral gate from the 1200s. Oh, man. And the population is about 108,000 people. The official languages are Tongan and English, and the continent is Oceania, Oceania, I am probably, I don't even know how to say that word, how pathetic is that, Oceania, and then the capital is Nukualofa, okay, and I'm so excited for her, she is actually finally going there, none of us, none of us siblings, all seven of us have not been there, my mom recently went there not too long ago, I want to say maybe like five years ago, five or six, she actually went by herself. My dad passed away back in 2000. Uh, I want to say 2003. It's been a while, like 15 years. Yeah, 2003, uh, he passed away. And so she actually made the trip by herself uh, about five years ago, five or six. And it was like a great experience for her. I can't believe that little lady went there by herself. And this is one who, for many, many years, you guys, she never wanted to travel. Like, she didn't. You know, money definitely was a main factor. Second, she just was in a comfort zone. Like, she just liked what she was doing every day. And she never really 
decided to go even when my dad was here before he passed away. But she had a great experience. And this year, tomorrow, my sister is going with her husband. And I'm so freaking excited for her. She's the oldest of us. Uh, she, I believe, is a 45 or 44. <coughs> Bella, I'm sorry if I <coughs> don't, I don't even know your age, sis. Uh, but regardless, I'm super excited and happy that you get the chance and the opportunity to go to a place that we will eventually hopefully see um but i'm you know what i mean like i'm so excited her husband has been making uh trips there not frequently but probably like every five years to go and spend time with his family and you know his dad just all that wonderful good stuff and this year she finally gets the opportunity to go and she's was nervous and scared but she's ready and I'm so freaking excited because ever since they got married uh which is oh I want to say like 17 years ago maybe even more 17 and a half I should know this because these are my siblings and I love them so much um, but she has yet to meet her father-in-law. Uh, her mother-in-law, my brother-in-law's mom, passed away a long time ago as well. So it's only his dad who is alive and uh, with the family over there. So the fact that she's able to go and finally meet her father-in-law and get to walk around and see where our parents came from, were born and raised and came from to come to the United States to try and find a better life. And not saying, you know, there's anything bad over there or it's nothing, you know what I mean? They decided as individuals to come over here, which I respect. You know, those who are still there and still remain there, that's beautiful as well. Like, it's not bad. Um, but I'm so excited for her. And I know she's nervous, She, but she's excited too. So that's a big thing. And I kind of want to go and say hi to her and spend a little time. You know, she may... Be in the uh, mode of preparing and checking everything, you know, package-wise, uh, the suitcase and clothes. And she'll be spending the holidays there, the holidays into the new year. And it's going to be different because our family, like my mom and dad, raised our family to stay so close. You guys, so close uh, that when one of us leaves, it's like almost like a funeral in a way. And it may sound funny and like a little too dramatic. That's the best way I can describe it. We're like so close. We are so close, especially as sisters. Like we have this sister circle where I trust everything that I have. Like I trust my life to them. Like I would do anything for all three of my big sisters um we confide in each other and we talk to each other and support each other through all all types of things through the good the bad the ugly everything and that's how I think it should be for every family if not I mean you know whatever the circumstance may be I'm sorry and I hope one day you guys will be able to have some sort of connection and closeness um as siblings should be you know uh but we're all different and i still you know think it's awesome and amazing depending on not depending but the way you were raised it's uh, there are reasons and families that we chose i'm a big believer in that um so yeah 
<clears throat> just want to go and spend time there. And then <clears throat> Utah Jazz, that's my favorite NBA team, born and raised here in Utah. Um, we have always watched Utah Jazz. They have yet to win a championship, and I know this for all you basketball basketball lovers out there I know you're thinking oh Utah Jazz boo you know Utah whatever but and we're just like diehard fans born and raised here we're gonna stick to our to our home teams you know and I think they're doing pretty good they're rank 13 right now which is not good but it's not bad because um this year it's been really different like a lot of teams aren't doing as good as they could be or should be and there's a lot of good team players on the team this year, I think, more so than any other year before. So it's exciting and it's fun to watch. You know, we got a new point guard, uh, Donovan Mitchell, which I'm pretty sure, you know, if you're tuning in, you know that uh, he's a really cool guard. Um, I don't know his background, you guys, but I know that a lot of players don't really like coming to Utah, even way back to the Stockton, John Stockton to Karl Malone days. Like, Karl Malone even said in many interviews, he was like, what's Utah? You know, and like, Charles Barkley and all them, you know, always talked about not wanting to come here. It's so boring. Even like some of the team players on Golden State Warriors, um, we're talking about it as well, which is fine. To each his own, you know, like you live in a state where you like and you like that state for a particular reason. So I I'm I've always been like a respecter of persons and opinions. At least I try to be. I don't debate what I feel not what I feel but I, what I like, you know what I mean? I don't um debate and say oh my team is better than yours or whatever no if you like certain things that's cool I like certain things as well and so it doesn't make me any different or any wrong or you know what I mean or any right on your end so I think that's what makes me have a big circle of friends like a big option I don't really have one group of friends as far as like just work or just uh family member, relatives, or church, or this or that, you know, it's like a collection of people, like, you're all welcome in this big bubble, it's not, oh, I gotta divide you, no, that's not how we were raised, and so, that's one thing I'm gonna be always eternally grateful for, uh, the way my mom and dad raised us that way, to not label people that way, just to kind of love everyone as is, and so, yeah, uh, Utah Jazz, sorry, I'm getting way off track here, but Jazz play today, and they play against my second favorite team, which is Oklahoma. I do love watching Russell Westbrook. That dude's a beast in his own right, and so, and they're good. I think right now they're ranked number six, I do believe, um, but yeah, so that's one thing I wanted to go and watch as well, because I don't have any cable and it is by choice i am trying to limit the amount of technology that i consume every day i am on a lot like i love tiktok which is basically a platform for younger kids and teenagers you know but i see a lot of older people on there now so it doesn't make me feel as out of place i initially started that uh, many, many years ago, probably like four, four years, four and a half, um, only because my nieces and nephews started making their own pages. And that platform is um, 
a very big one. It's a big, big one full of lots of, uh, I don't know the proper word, lots of accounts. And so I kind of just went on there to add them all, you know, to, it's like a list basically with everything else, Instagram, Snapchat, your friends list, Facebook, you know. And so I intentionally went on there just to watch them and to monitor and kind of follow up and make sure, you know, you don't have any hacker accounts that are trying to get to them and talk to them. And so it initially started out that way, but then it started to turn into, oh, I want to try one of these videos. Then it went to two videos to three. Now I'm up to, I think, 200 something. (laughs) And it's all comedy based. There is, I I have a few very serious ones, but not not serious as in, oh, you should be careful type of serious. Um, it's more like an intense Beyonce little snippet thing. And if you don't know what TikTok is, you should go and try it out if you're interested. It's not for everyone. It's basically you just lip sync a lot of things. And it could be like dances, songs, comedy, like I just said. Uh, bits from <coughs> comedic show shows or, you know different things like that and so I don't even know where I was gonna go with this what on earth was I gonna say oh yeah um sorry uh what is it oh yeah the no cable thing so I'm trying like I have tons of movies tons of video games that I play every almost like every weekend I do when my boyfriend comes over to my apartment which I'm in right now comfortably I got the heater on it's cold here in Utah not too cold. I mean, I've seen another, like, in the east side, they are getting smacked with the snow, man. Here in Utah, we get a fair amount ever since I was little. Like, we've always had crazy amount, but it's been, like, the past five years, it hasn't been as much as it should be. And so, I don't know if we should be thankful or not, but it's still cold regardless. <laughs> um yeah, so that's why I want to go watch the Utah Jazz game there. I, oh, I can, okay, it's my day off, so cut me a little bit of slack if you don't mind. <laughs> um, yeah, so my sister, she's going to be going, oh yeah, December. I was thinking about December, you guys. December, okay, there are a few months that I'm going to talk about, and this is what I kind of wanted to elaborate on. December is very, very important to me. Why? Number one, it's the spirit of Christmas, of Christ, the birth of Christ. Um, just a whole bunch of things, okay? Like the gift of uh, giving, uh, the holidays, you know. Like it's all, it's like a, just a big snowball warm fuzzy type of feeling that you can't get any other month of the year you really can't Uh, not even november november is good but it's not as good as december i think anyway um but not only that but secondly it would be my birthday which i'm so excited um i turned 35 i can't believe it i still feel young you're only as young as you feel you think you are you are a number yes you were born a certain year yes But in my mind, and what I think is, you're only as old as you feel. And I want to stay forever young. I do. (laughs) But it's my birthday. But you first start off with my mom and dad's anniversary. And that's always a sore spot. Especially because, you know, my dad passed away back in 2003. And it's been my mom here, strong and holding the fort down for all of us kids, you know. Most of of us. Um, 
but that's followed the 19th. Then the 20th, uh, my dad's birthday, you know. And so that right there kind of hits me hard, too. And then shortly after, you got Christmas on the 25th and my birthday, the 28th. And so it's kind of like a very memorable month. And it's the top, I want to say, three. No, just the two, to be Yeah, top three, to be honest, because that's like ranked number three. It, I, there shouldn't be ranks. Like, okay, just forget that I said that. But it's like in the top importance month, uh, months to me. Um, November, you know, the one that just passed, uh, being that it was one of my dad's favorites. He loved to cook. He loved to carve the turkey, ham. Him and me, it, it was ham that we always attacked and uh, made sandwiches and had mayo on the side and ate with, you know. And he always loved the time with the family getting together and being grateful for one another. He always expressed uh, the importance of family and staying close and never forgetting each other. And then the other one would be June. Uh, June is one that I kind of don't ever really want to talk about because that's the month that he passed away, um, the day after Father's Day, I do believe. And I was... I had gotten him a hat that that year that he passed away and a few other things as well. I think I got him a couple ties, uh, church ties, fancy ties for his suits. But there's this hat that I always keep close. It's uh, kind of like a tan color. I have it here in my apartment. I have three mantles above my uh, built-in desk that I have here in my apartment. It's a beige color, and it's got a navy blue number, you know, the hashtag symbol, and then the number one, and then in front of that, like on top, uh, in green, it says Grandpa, and it's uh, orange, the lettering, and he took a picture, uh, matter of fact, the day of receiving those presents, and uh, took a picture, one with my nephew at the time, Ofa, and he was a baby, Right now, I think he's like almost 16. I can't believe it, you guys. But yeah, he was a little baby. And so those three months, those three months hit me hard. June, top, top of the list, man. Like I go into this weird funk and it's hard to explain. Ever since he died, I stopped going to church. And it's not because of the religion itself. I respect the religion, the Mormon religion. I was raised in the religion. I stand by the religion. I am not living by the religion at the moment. Uh, the principles and the uh, things that they hold dear and uh, not necessarily tell you to follow, but they want you to be faithful enough to follow, to have faith and to follow. Choice and accountability. There are a lot of things, you know, throughout many years of my life that has led me to the path I am on right now. And I will forever support it. I'll be the biggest supporter of that religion. I'm a respecter of religions and no religion at all. My boyfriend has none. He never did. He was born into the Catholic Church, but never really went as a kid. And so he technically never really had a religion that he was born and raised into. And like I said, if you don't have one, I still would love you either way. Um... As a friend, as a boyfriend, obviously, I've been with this guy for 11 years. 
Um, but for me personally, I'll always hold that particular church uh, dear to me in my life because I have witnessed so many wonderful and beautiful things in my life as a kid in primary into an adult. Um, but I feel like, you know, reflecting back and knowing that my dad's birthday and my mom and dad's anniversary, even my birthday is coming up, I always have flashbacks and re- remembering all these random things about my dad. I was and always will be the biggest dad girl you will ever come across. I love both my parents equally. I always have. I always will. Uh, but I was always super close. I would, you know, he would sit there and watch news, for example, fall asleep on the couch. And I would just be sitting there right next to him at the foot on the floor, just watching him and being with him. It made me feel good. I made me feel safe. And he just was the best protector of you could ever come across the best father. He never was uh, the one, the kind to hold you and say, I love you. He, he showed through his actions. He, you knew the love was there. He, um, he would work really super hard. He would communicate and talk. Family home evenings, he would show you through providing a lot of good things, making sure there was food on the table and, you know, we had beds to sleep on and different things like that. And so it just is super hard. Um, So I stopped going to church and I remember I felt lost um, in my own personal world. And again, it's nothing against that religion or anybody or any, you know, leaders that I've ever had in my life. No, Um, it is. It's kind of like I lost a part of me when he died and never turned back, really. Uh, my family has been so respectful of my decision and they have been so supportive and still love me for who I am. They know me and they know I would never change um, other than the obvious. I'm not being attending church, you know. Um, but again, it's just kind of like my own my own path that I'm on. And I'm not sure if I'll, I'll ever go back uh, to the way I was before. But, you know, eventually, hopefully, uh, things will reconnect and I'll find my way back. Um, But I feel at this moment in time, I've been stronger and even more firm in my faith in God and my faith in love and positivity and knowing that there is a higher being that's watching over us. And, you know, that's my personal beliefs. And so I don't want to... Make it sound like I know and I know the only key and the only answer. No, um, I'm just saying, you know, a lot of things that I I know to be true that I've witnessed and kind of went through. And so, yeah, it's just been hard just thinking about him. And 15 years, guys, like they say, it doesn't get easier. It really does not get easier with time. The older you get, the more harder it is for me. Um, I know with my siblings, you know, it's hit us all differently so much. Um, Some more than others in a way of, you know, my other siblings, they have husbands and wives and beautiful children. And, you know, they've got things to keep them going, keep them motivated. And, you know, not necessarily in, in line, but to keep them, you know what I mean? Trug, not chugging along because that sounds desperate or sad you know um but for me it's more a reminder of why I should stay strong and why I should continue on the path I'm going 
And so I'm just reflecting back to that and just how grateful I am that I can say that my father is my father. I I am him. You know, I am half of him and my mom. And it makes me proud. I will always be super proud. And fun fact, my name, my last name, isn't Polynesian. It actually is Italian-Spanish. Spanish-Italian, which is pretty odd because I know I am Tongan, like, a lot. And uh, probably, probably, like, 10% Samoan. My mom, no, my dad's uh, mom's dad or mom. Uh, don't quote me on this, but one of them is Samoan. And so for those of you who don't know what that is, that's just another beautiful island of the Polynesian Islands. Um, but yeah, my last name is Spanish-Italian. And so I don't know how that happened, but one of these days I tell you, I'm going to t- hop on this channel, this particular podcast and let you know exactly where my last name came from. Italian, man, like for reals. That's why we're so family-oriented, like my my dad. And I know Spanish, a lot more Spanish than I do Tongan, which is so sad. Uh, but it started off with the soap operas I watched. Um, I was so intrigued because I thought back in high school, the boys were really cute on there. I did not even know a lick of what they were saying in Spanish. Uh, but I just learned by sitting there and watching. Uh, we had a lot of, uh, we still to this day, but we throughout the years had a lot of good close Spanish friends that took us Latin dancing and taught us a little Spanish. And then when I began to work and get into the working field after I graduated, I started um, befriending a lot of awesome Latin friends as well to this day that I still communicate with. And that was like 20 plus years ago. Um, But yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say, guys. I can't remember like half of what I talked about, but that's cool because it's unedited and everything I do say is sincere and it's straight from the heart and my thoughts and my mind and it feels good when you let it down. I should probably do a journal too because when I was younger I used to always love journal entries and writing in journals but I think this too is the next best thing. Um, But yeah, I should really be getting ready. I promised my nieces and nephews, well, my nieces, I was on the phone with them, FaceTiming that I would call for a ride around 5.30, and we are about maybe 17 minutes away from there. So before I let you guys go, I just want to tell you guys I'm really appreciative of all your listening ears, and for all of you tuning in, and for all you new listeners, go back down in the list, you guys, and get to know me better, and let me know uh, what you think. It would be cool. Um, also, I just wanted to kind of give a few things out. Um, I don't really go on there as much as I should, but I do like to promote the pro- uh, the podcast, the podcast as much as possible, and I will try to stay more updated on certain things. Uh, Twitter, you can follow me at Malika L. And that's M-I-L-I-K-A, and then capital L, number six. That's my Twitter Twitter handle. handle. Oh my gosh, I can't even uh, talk. So if you'd like, you can totally just see me on there. 
And then also Instagram. Uh, that's my other, those are the only two that I keep public. Facebook, not as much. I only um, accept people that I know personally and or have worked with or went to school with. Um, but my, uh, sorry guys, one second. There we go. My um, Instagram is Malika Milika as well, or it's sass, S-A-S-S, underscore pineapple. And you can find me on there as well. Just add me or look at my timeline. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Those are my two that are very public and very open. Uh, Twitter, not so much, but Instagram, I am on there every now and then. Uh, With that being said, have a good rest of your Monday. And stay safe, stay blessed, know that you guys have reasons in this world, reason you are alive and breathing, and to keep fighting the good fight no matter what. Uh, Know that you're loved, and I don't know you, but I still love you. I have love and faith that, you know, your days may be better. And if they are better, be grateful, be happy, and spread the love. Bye, guys.